FM station. Don't touch that dial, because while you may miss those golden oldies, we've got an even goldener older for you. We've got the olden goldies. Golden grams. Eight years old. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot them in the cupboard last year. They don't make them really anymore. They don't really make them anymore, so you should eat them. No, they don't make them good anymore, that's for sure. You remember the golden girls? Yeah. Oh, that was a bad show. Was it? I just don't think I was the target demographic. That is understandable. It definitely came out when I was Sesame Street age. Uh-huh. So. so I was more into stuff like that. Yeah, I was into stuff where it was like f- buy, buy and for kids. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like Pokemon. Why don't you present the show by letters more? Yeah. Golden girls. Come on. Expand your demographic audience. But Get eventually I grew up and I started to appreciate more complex shows. Yes. And now I appreciate maybe the most complex of all the shows. Now what show is that? That's the show Lost, everybody. Everybody. The prestige drama Lost. The prestige the final the movie the movie the prestige was was split into 121 hours for a television show uh-huh. and have you ever seen the prestige i a long time ago that's a nolan one right it's sort of got the same weird vibes as lost does it's got like what's the mystery whoa who is the man who could how could they magic do it magic and science what? brought together at last it's sort of like the science of magic but yeah. also the magic of science yeah, it's kind of like how Lost is. Yeah. In a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Both cho- both are about a plane crash, and both I don't like to think about for too long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Lost? <laughs> Lost. <laughs> I regret to inform you that we are on our 69th hour uh, thinking about this show. That's true, and we've got many hours. We've got a mere 50 hours, 52 hours left to go. Yeah. Yeah, so not that much. Not that much. Only less, a year. Less than when we started, for sure. We're uh, we're we're staying steadfast, strong, and true. We're yeah. we're 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 staying strong here in the face of lost, and all its splendor and glory and madness. We all experience lost in our lives. Yeah. Listen. Whoa. You know what we should do next? What's that? If we ever finish this show, yeah. after we finish this show. We'll watch it in Spanish, and the podcast will be called Lost in Translation. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. I guess that's that's, uh, that's all right. And we've already seen the show, so we can we won't have subtitles or anything, but we'll have to guess. We'll have to figure it out. We'll have to be like, oh, yeah, this is when Sun and Jin had that problem. Yeah. And we'll have to be like, that's when our friend Sawyer... Uh, did a little did a little con and said something funny. He conned and he fucked. He conned and he fucked as it's he loved to do. It's just what Sawyer does. We don't get much Sawyer in this episode, though. Do uh, we get any? We get a very small amount. He's well, hanging out with Locke. It's not about him. Who's and it about? Why, it's Iota. about... It's a friggin' about Hurley. Hurley the Nurley. Hurley? Hurley... <laughs> don't give him a swirly. Hurley... Bo Burley, Hugo Reyes, our favorite character. Everyone's favorite character. And you know that it's everyone's favorite character because not only the epi- is the episode called Everybody Loves Hugo, but the very first thing that happens in the episode is you hear the Dharma man give a voiceover saying, in this world of, t- of turmoil and strife, there is only one thing that we can all agree upon. Everybody, Everybody loves, loves Hugo, Hugo, accompanied by a slow fade into a still image of Hugo Reyes. It's so fucking weird. It's maybe the t- tightest moment of season six ever. It's the loosest moment of season six ever. Because <laughs> I brought this yeah. up in the thing. So in their al- they're in their alternate universe yeah. where everything is just slightly different. Kate's still a criminal. Yeah. 
but everyone is still the same age, yeah. except for this Dharma man yeah. who, for some reason, is 40 years younger than he should be. <laughs> yeah, he's still in 70s time, he's and he's here. Yeah, exactly. He was like 45 yeah. in the 70s, and now he's here, and he has not aged a blip. No, he has not. So they just... I don't know what the writers were doing in this show. Did they just forget they, things? They for, they Are they forgetting? They didn't know. They I don't I mean, I feel like we should just start with the alternate stuff this week cuz there's mm-hmm. a lot to unpack there. It's cranked. It's very cranked. It's fun. It's fun, but it's definitely cranked. Uh so in the alternate so the twist of Hurley's alternate reality is that he got he still got all that money. He still yeah. got all that money, but instead of being cursed by it, he spent it. He invested it in a chicken shack company, and then uh, from all the all that money, invested invested it in even more philanthropy. Yeah, he's a big old philanthropist. That's why everyone loves him. This is conveyed to us exposition style through a slideshow given by the Dharma man. Yeah, and they're here. They're giving this presentation at. An award show to honor Hugo Reyes. For some fucking award. He won the most money given to us award. Yeah, <laughs> he, totally. He, he, it's, a, it's a thanks for the money award. And then he says, thank you for the award. And he walks out. Mm-hmm. And who's there with him but his trusty sidekick, Mom. Mama. Mama is there. And she says, Hugo, what do you do? Uh, you, you can't find a lady. <laughs> And Hurley goes, oh, mama, I got you. And she slaps him. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I, I Like, Hugo is out here, like, actively transforming the world and making it a better place. And his mom is like, you gotta. One priority only. Get yourself a lady, you idiot, Hugo. You got to get yourself a lady. Hugo out and get one right now. Uh, and Hugo gets depressed about this and decides to go to Spanish Johnny's for a blind date. Uh-huh. Uh, and His mom sets him up. On right. It. That's what it is. His mom sets him up. He's not, <laughs> He's do- not just like, what should I do? Ah, another blind date at Spanish Johnny's. Uh, what if you, you ever just, I mean, I look, we've all had, uh, you know, moments in these tough times. Sometimes you just find yourself in a spiral of blind dates. <laughs> yeah. At Spanish Johnny's That's every time. Every time at Spanish Johnny's. <gasps> uh, and everyone just falls for Johnny. Nobody. And his uh, burritos. Nobody falls for me, toe. Me, toe. Uh, if that's your name, I can understand why nobody falls for you. It's I like, what is your name? Just meat with an <laughs> O on it? <laughs> Mito. That's who you are? You're Mito? Are you kidding me? That's my name. <laughs> I'm proud of it. Uh, we must name our firstborn <laughs> Mito Jr. Don't worry. It's a unisex name. <laughs> it'll, it'll roll off the tongue no matter the gender. Don't you worry. <laughs> Mito, like Guido, but with meat. <laughs> I don't like Mito. <laughs> I would not I would not enjoy the company of a Mito. I don't of think. a Mito. <laughs> but uh, I would enjoy the company of a Hurley. And who? Hurley. Hurley, oh yeah. Uh Hurley's no, but his blind date doesn't seem to think so. No. Because he's still e- he's eating the t- free chips I mean, and he's like, Don't worry, she's coming. G- give me another round, baby. And so what ends up happening is she gets a he gets approached by a stranger. Not but just not a, just any no, stranger. Not just any stranger. 
Libby. Bill, Con- Bill Murray. Bill <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders walks up and says, the tax Amazon and then leaves. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that was a, it was some uh, advertising by Bernie. Yeah. He paid lost. <laughs> he really was. He's been, people act like this Bernie guy came out of nowhere in 2016. He's been putting the work in. Yeah, let me tell exactly. You. <laughs> Early on. Cameoing uh, and lost. That's it. <laughs> that's, yeah, just that one. Well, he hit the nail on the hammer mm-hmm. with the first show he tried. He did it. And he was like, one and, one and done, baby. But now, now, all I gotta do, now all I gotta do is <laughs> push this country's politics a little further left and then I'm good. Ah, uh, oh, Bernie. Oh, Bernie. Oh, well. uh, anyways, so. Libby comes up after that. Libby comes up, and Hurley's like, this is an alternate reality, so I definitely don't know who you are. Are you supposed to be my, bu- blind, my blind date? Uh, I guess, uh, oh, you're not? Oh, no. Oh, well. Well, I don't know you, so who are you? And Libby says, listen, you may not know me, but I know you. I remember you. We've met. Hurley, you have to believe me. We've met before. Oh, my gosh. And then uh, along comes a man who says, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, she's, she's, uh, she's, I guess, not feeling unstable. well. She's unstable. Yeah. We need to take her back to the stable. To the stable. She's, she got out of her stable, and now we, she needs to be stabled again. And so she gets whisked away to a, a mental institution. Saint, uh-huh. uh, God, what's the name of it? I want to say Santa Clara Saint Mungo's. In- Institute for Mental Health. Yeah, St. Yeah. Mungo's. St. <laughs> Mungo's Institute for Mental Health. And Curly's like, well, what the heck? That was weird. Uh, I guess I'll go eat chicken tomorrow. I, time to go eat a big bucket of chicken. Goes, goes to one of his chains and he orders a big bucket of chicken, sits down, eats it. And who should, who should spot him? Desmonde, but a little Desmondo. And Desmond in this universe just wears a suit, has these weird transition sunglasses, Mm -hmm. and smirks at everything. Smirks at everybody, and is just like trying to be the gentle hand that's guiding them to Uh the ultimate truth or whatever, and does it in a very unsubtle and creepy ass way. I call him the smirking jerk. He's a he's a bit of a jerk, and he loves to smirk. I'm a bit of a jerk, and I love to smirk. Everybody knows when I go to work, I smirk, smirk, smirk all day, and smirk, smirk, smirk all night. Smirking makes me feel all right. Smirking makes me feel alive. I haven't smiled in 20 years. He so just smirks. He doesn't have a real smile. He doesn't have he a real smirk. He doesn't have a real smile. Yeah. I definitely thought that it's cool how in the alternate reality, every character finally gets their own theme song. <laughs> yeah. that, that they have to sing every time they show up on yeah, camera. Yeah, I agree completely. So it's it so sweet. We've been asking for this from every character except for Charlie for so long. It's now. such a fun stylistic flourish. Don't you like Ben's theme song where he goes, I'm Ben. <laughs> <laughs> it's so melodic. It's catchy. <laughs> Where were you? Straight into the point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remember when I'm Ben, open bracket, theme of Ben line, it's closed bracket, went to the top of the charts for 52 <laughs> weeks? Do. It was like the Christmas song in the UK. It was number two behind Killing in the Name of. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, That's a real thing. Do you remember that? I don't. But in like 2010. Mm. Um, because there's always like the number one song mm. 
um, as voted by the people yeah. in the UK, like during Christmas. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, this coveted thing for some reason. Sure. And every year, it had been every year for the longest time, it was just the most recent X Factor winner. Sure. Um, which I guess is British. Yeah, I think, British? I think that's and Brit- then it got taken over here. Or something? Yeah, that's that's British America's Got Talent. I think. Okay, or yeah, like, or like a so pr- it's always the most recent X Factor winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like counterculture got mad, so then uh, pe- people made killing in the name of the Christmas, uh, <laughs> the Christmas song. That's great. Yeah, everyone really banded together to make killing in the name of the Christmas song. That. Is outstanding. <laughs> I love the idea of yeah. like a uh, like gentle uh, countryside like English town that is just like this is their tradition is listening to the top songs uh-huh. of the nation, and number one is a s- and number one is a song that in the bridge <laughs> says the cops are clansmen. Actually, yeah, totally <laughs> fucking great. Uh, just Zach Della Roche oh, yelling yeah. at you through. From 1991. From 1991 saying, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> I won't do what you tell me. Many times. Ah, uh, now you're under control. Can I ask you whose Lost Characters theme song that was? Killing in the Name of? Yeah. Um, the Smoke Monster. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he was very woke for the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Hurley's eating chicken and Desmond comes up and says, "Hello, I'm Desmond. I'm just a regular man, and I re- and hey, I recognize you." And Hurley's like, "You know why you recognize me? I run the friggin' place, buddy. My face is over there and on TV all the time. Go, who do you think you are, Buster Brown?" <laughs> and Desmond says, "No, no, no, no. Oh no, you're not just some oh, jabroni no, no. on. You're not just some philanthropist on the television. You." I recognize from the fated plane flight that we all took. The plane flight. Oceanic 815, right? Landed in LAX from Sydney, am I wrong? Yes, this is what I recognize you from. Isn't isn't that weird? Were you on the flight? (laughs) Isn't that weird? Oh, isn't that weird? What a... Crazy coincidence. And then Hurley's like, yeah, I was on that flight. Were you one of it? I'm sad. <laughs> I mean, chicken, and I'm trying to live my damn life. Leave me alone. I don't care what flight you were on. <laughs> Desmond goes, why are you sad, brother? And Hurley says, listen, I may have just been pissed at you, but let me tell you, I was on a blind date, and I got stood up. But then this other lady came up and said, I know you from somewhere. And then we get a really, like, a fucking, like, yikes-ass scene where oh yeah hurley hurley says <laughs> hurley says this other woman came up and i really liked her and she seemed to really like me problem is she's crazy desmond replies uh, classy as ever <laughs> all women are a little bit crazy brother uh. cool and good to hear hurley replies no no i mean actually crazy like they were taking her to the loony bin and it's like cool <laughs> all right uh, just some w- woke ass tv yeah dude <laughs> what would Zach De La Rocha say right now? Uh, I don't know, actually. He'd probably he just he would not bother. Yeah, he <laughs> would he would just keep singing his songs. He just, he'd just keep on keeping on. He'd keep on marching to the beat of his own drum. Oh, <laughs> keep on marching to the beat of his own drummer. Yeah, it's his drummer. It belongs <laughs> to him. You belong to me. Yep. 
<laughs> That's I think Taylor Swift said that. <laughs> Stole it from Zach. <laughs> you belong to me. <laughs> Can't you see? What if Taylor Swift was a mob boss? What if? When whenever someone owes her a debt, she says, "Can't you see? You belong to me. Oh, you belong with me." Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Never mind. Okay. Back to back to Desmond's weird. The bit's dead. Opinions. The bit's dead. We'll never know what Taylor Swift sounded like as a mob boss. We've got to keep talking about Lost. We're sorry. Ah, fuck. We're sorry. We we Ah, really we really stepped in it this time. Uh, Buckle up, Buster, because you're about to hear something you don't want to hear. (laughs) <laughs> I'm ready to hear something I don't want to hear. Oh, we were just going to keep talking about the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the episode. the episode. That's what people don't want to hear. People don't want to hear that, and they do want to hear Taylor Swift as a mob boss. <laughs> so, sweet Desmond comes up and says, listen, here's my advice. If you really think that she's the one, then here's what I think you should do. You should find out where you th- where she thinks she knows you from. I don't know. That's just me. I'm just a regular person named Desmond who knows everyone on my flight all the time and loves to pursue them and watch them. That's just me. I'm just a regular guy having a chat with a with a CEO billionaire philanthropist. Anyways, uh, good luck, buddy. And Hurley says, "All right, you know what? You've got something. You've got it." Goes to the goes to the mental institution, talks to the doctor, and says, "I want to see this Libby lady." Uh, bribes a doctor with a hundred k check. Hundred thousand dollars. Fucking nuts, bud. How much money you got? I I was gonna say Rich Hurley is cool. Yeah, Hurley is the only rich person I trust. Uh, yeah. Um, I trust. Who's that guy from the A and W commercials? Is he rich? The the like man. Yeah. The man who's constantly like, okay, employees, it's burger time. He's and probably a, a multimillionaire, right? <laughs> I don't know for sure. He seems really trustworthy to me. I'd trust him. I don't know if he's at the threshold of untrustworthy rich. Yeah. I, I'm sure he's doing fine. <laughs> he seems like trustworthy middle class. Yeah, absolutely. He's the reason I go to ANW. <laughs> I trust him that much. <laughs> Do you ever hope to catch a glimpse of him in the yeah, wild? Yeah, obviously, every freaking day. I hope to look into the mirror and catch a glimpse of him one day. <laughs> uh, There's two ways to interpret that. One is that, like, you you see him over your shoulder and then like oh you double take and he's not there anymore uh-huh. he's with you spiritually the other interpretation is he's become you <laughs> well i've become him oh, is you've what become i'm really him. Yeah. aspiring to because wouldn't that be nice though to wake up one day and it's like you lost 40 years of your life but you are this B-list celebrity. <laughs> you're B-list the, canadian celebrity you're the spokesperson for an all right of somewhat overpriced fast food chain yeah that's all right yeah that's i guess that's that uh, i guess of all (laughs) it's a really like low-key take on kafka's the transformation or whatever it is i don't know this that's the one where buddy wakes up and he's a gross bug and he's like oh "Oh, my life i call that buggy (laughs) (laughs) i call it a bug's life (laughs) yeah bug's life (laughs) ah fuck i'm skip (laughs) do you know um Kids in the Hall. I am aware of Kids in the Hall. And yes. do you know what's his name? Um, fuck. Who's the guy? Redheaded guy. Uh, gosh, not Dave Foley. Bruce yeah, McCullough? Dave Foley. But Dave Foley. Yeah. Okay. He's um the main guy in A Bug's Life. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That is very weird. Dave Foley's career is odd. <laughs> it is very odd. Uh, 
Yeah, well, so we established that. We've, we, I'm, we finally, now that we finally established that Dave Foley has had an odd career, we can uh, progress. You know what? No. I want to officially invite Dave Foley onto the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Only Dave Foley, no other, none of the other children of the hall? No. Only Dave? No one else is welcome. Well, hit us up and we'll... D- we can negotiate. We're we're gunning for Dave. We're gunning for Dave. <laughs> I want the A Bug's Life guy. He's got to be the star of A Bug's Life. But he has to wear an ant's mask. <laughs> 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 and we'll do it on Halloween so it'll make sense. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Dave, Dave, if you're listening, which I know you are, that guy fucking loves. He doesn't like Lost, but he loves the show. Um, <laughs> As many do. Dave, come here. Dave, get over here. Get over here, you idiot. Get in touch. Get in touch. Honestly, Dave, get in touch with our agents, and we'll try to work something out. Have your people in the business, they say, have your people call my people. Yeah. I like to say, have your people look into my people <laughs> <laughs> on the door. And then w- and then when I look out of the people, I'll, I'll s- be like, ah, oh, Dave's people. Dave's people. <laughs> yeah. I'll invite them in and we can get this all sorted out. Yeah, tea and cookies and a ant's mask. You know how it is. You know uh, how it is. Just classic showbiz things. Little showbiz things. Little sho- little miracles. <laughs> <laughs> little miracles worked every day by the people in Hollyweed. Uh-uh, in Hollyweed. <laughs> Hollyweed. By the way, happy Weed Day. This we're is Weed Day in Canada, everybody. We're, we're, we're taping this on Weed Day. Weed is legal today. It's legal today. It's, it's no longer a crime. It's so fucking funny how it's like, it was so anticlimactic. Yeah, it literally was. I woke up today and now it, it it's here. It's legal now, and it's like if I were sixteen, this would be the best day of my life. I'd be like, "Holy shit, it yeah. actually fucking happened!" Yeah. But now I'm like, it feels like weed was never illegal. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was. So I never faced legal consequences because of weed, and I have like I barely smoke it now. But I mean, I've probably consumed it a couple hundred times i've definitely had a moment or two with it and uh you know disclaimer we are definitely both white and i uh-huh. f- and i do believe that has a significant totally. role to play yeah. in our experience with weed yeah uh as as more or less not a crime uh but yeah i was also also yeah today i was the the a weed shop is right outside of my office uh where i work and so people were lining up all the way around to get that day one legal dank. Get that dank fucking cut. And it was definitely all folks who already had weed. Oh for yeah, sure. you have weed at home. Yeah, you probably have weed on your person right now. Yeah, like you don't like. I get the novelty, but you don't need it right now today. I, but also, you like, don't need to wait an hour in line for this. But then I get it. Uh, it it is also, yeah, I get it. It's like the when else are you going to be able to smoke weed on for the first time on legal times, right? Yeah. Nah. Nah. Hey. Big day. Congratulations to the nation of Canada for finally being a big weed time. And uh, with that, uh, Hurley manages to wrangle up a conversation with Libby. And Libby says, do you remember now? And Hurley's like, no, I don't. And Libby's like, well, I guess I must... You know, I I get it. I'm 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 crazy after all. I'm here in the loony bin. But these flashes, they feel so real. They feel like another life to me. They feel like I was, oh, I mean, it's so hard to, dis- to, it doesn't make sense when I describe it, but I was on a plane crash. There was an island. Uh, there was t- six whole seasons of it. <laughs> I, I got, we were supposed to ha- have a date, I think. And we liked each other and you were there. But it's, oh, it's all so weird. And Hurley's just like, well, 
I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember any of that. That all sounds wacky to me, but uh, let's, you, are you interested in going on a date anyway? <laughs> and like, hey, <laughs> big move. Yeah, I love how this just um, shows how desperate Hurley is for like human connection. That he's like, <laughs> just the lady who like is literally speaking complete nonsense <laughs> in context. Where mm. it's like, I guess it does eventually make sense later. But yeah. he's like, well, <laughs> you're fucking nuts. But uh, let's let's go. Out. Let's give it. A, let's give this crazy thing a shot. Why Which don't we? Which is fair, I guess. I guess he just he loves Libby. He loves. What can L- you say? And I, I don't want to stigmatize their relationship. No, of course, he loves Libby, and Libby loves her. So they end up going to on a date on a beach, and they have a picnic, and Libby's like, wow, it all feels so familiar. Uh, you really don't remember? Well, that's okay. And Hurley's like, well, listen, you know, I'm having a good time, but, you know, you only, like, you only like me because you're, you're having these, you're, you're having these illusions about me. And Libby says, no, I like you because I like you, Hugo. And then Libby kisses Hugo. No. And then. Duh. And it's all uh, aw. It's an aw moment. First of all, they get to have the date they never had. Uh-huh. Uh, which is a which is uh one of the better uses of the alternate reality that they've done is. It's sweet. It's it's a very ki- kind moment. It gives back to that mm-hmm. sad sad relationship. And then Hurley also guess what, the kiss. Makes him go, wow. Jogs his goddamn memory. Jogs his memory, and he remembers his time on the island, too. He remembers, oh, my gosh, there was an island and a plane crash and all this. And it all floods back, and he goes, wow, whoa. And then he says, I remember. I can't believe it. It's all real. You're not crazy. It's I remember our life on the island. It's real. And then we pan out, and they're they're... Who's watching them from afar? Desmond. Desmond in a car. Desmond puts on his sunglasses, drives off into the sunset, and says, I did it, baby. Ah, that was good. I made him kiss. I set those two kids up together. <laughs> yeah, baby. I'm the king of swing. <laughs> the king of swing, Desmond himself. <laughs> yep. You may know him from such roles as being drunk on the beach or being drunk on a boat. <laughs> and now... Finally, he is (laughs) hooking everybody up in the alternate time. Yeah. Uh, Well, he does one more thing in the in the in the alternate time. Uh This is the last scene we get in the alternate time, and in the entire no, not in the entire episode, but in the alternate time. Uh huh. Uh, He goes to it is in the entire episode. No, we the that's not how the episode ends. I don't think. Oh no, wait, it is. It is. It is. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Um, I'm a big dipshit today, guys. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, you don't know shit. I've never known shit about shit. Uh, so, Desmond's at the school where Locke works. Remember how Locke works at a school? Well, Locke works at a school. Yeah. Ben works at this school, too. He knocks on Desmond's door and has, says, hey, you're being pretty suspicious. What's your deal? You got a, you got a kid to pick up or something? And Desmond's like, uh, mm, don't uh, don't mind me. I'm just uh, I'm new to the neighborhood. Blah. And Ben is Ben eventually leaves. And Ben was right to be suspicious because what Desmond ends up doing is revving up his car and running over John Locke. Ah, uh, it's very weird. <laughs> it's a weird scene. And then Locke's just lying twitching on the ground, and that's the end of the episode. That's the episode. Uh. I I don't know why. I don't know why, really. Um, 
I think as far as the alternate timeline stuff goes, this is like more watchable than most of it. Yeah. Just because Hurley is like an enjoyable enough character. Hurley is sweet and the Hurley Libby like reconnection thing is sweet. It's sweet even though it does have like some troubling undertones of mental, not great handling of mental health. Uh, But uh, in general, I got to say like Hurley, Hurley does his best and so does Libby. So does Libby. And so does Desmond. So, <laughs> I don't know if Desmond does. <laughs> That's true. Des- Desmond is mean. Desmond is very mean. He kills. Well, he doesn't kill. He tries to kill. He attempted murders John Locke, it seems. Yes. Hi. Oh, Whoa. there goes the cat. Special guest Alfie returns to d- wreak havoc upon our lives. Oh, he's biting the thing. He's biting something. He's biting a little cube. Get him out of here. Here, get out! Go, go! You and your gang, go! Never come back! You and your gang, we don't want to see you in this town no more, no how. Uh, that's yeah. As far as alternate stuff goes, it's fine, but it's still also nonsense and nothing. Yeah. Uh, that's what they should call season six of the show. They should repackage it as just called nonsense and nothing. I mean, basically, more or less, not wrong. Speaking of nonsense and nothing, there's a bunch of bullshit that happens on the island. Totally. None of it really matters. None of it matters at all, but let's gloss over let's it. Just, let's just quickly uh, deal into it. The first scene we get is Hugo mourning Libby at Libby's grave, uh, which, you know, love that a love that a woman can die so that Hurley can has a reason to be <laughs> so sad. So he can be sad, mm. yeah. As is tradition. As is tradition on this grand, on this prestige television show. Uh, and then who does he see but Michael? Michael arrives and says, hello, Hurley. You can't blow up the plane. I know everybody wants to blow up the plane to stop the smoke monster from leaving the island, but you cannot do it. I'm Michael, and I'm dead, and I'm a ghost, and I'm talking to you, Hurley. And so Hurley just... And so, uh, so, yeah. A lot of... Mike, okay. Michael's dead. Smoke monster's trying to leave the island. There's a plane. Don't worry about it. It's, Don't worry it's about fine. it. Yeah. He, it's not the 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 main thing is that Hurley makes a decision to say, "Hey, guys, I know a lot of you guys. I know Ricky's bent on blowing up this plane, but I think it's a bad idea. I just don't think it's a good idea." A lady named Ilana uh-huh. is there. Il- Ilana arrived on the Ajira flight, this plane that they're trying to blow. Oh up. yeah, the second flight. And we find out that she was sent by Jacob in some capacity or another. Uh, and she's saying, like, listen, I've got this bag of dynamite. we got to blow up the plane. It's the only way. We're doing it. I promise you that we're doing it. I'm doing it for you. We're doing it. And then he throws the dynamite bag down, and then guess she what? She explodes. She goes kablooey. And it rains Alana. It rains Alana all over the place. And everybody's like, well, now I guess. All right. Like, nobody Time even- to go get more dynamite. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Are you sure, gang? I guess more dynamite. She's dead. She's she's dead, but she had all the dynamite. We better get more. Gotta get more. Hurley thinks obviously no. Bad idea. Yeah. No thanks. I don't think dynamite is good. But instead he says, you know what? Let's go get more dynamite. I think dynamite is a good idea, actually. Uh, and so what Hurley ends up so so they end up going out to this ship. Uh-huh. This the ship, Black Rock. The Black Rock. We've seen this Black Rock ship a lot of times It's lately. the new protagonist. Uh, th- we think it's the new protagonist, maybe. Uh, it's the ship. It's been there since Ricky came on it. Yeah, Ricky came on it in, like, 1702. And uh, uh, Sawyer's dad died in it. No, Locke's dad died in it. Yeah. And that's all you really need. Yeah. 
and so yeah, they're there to get some dynamite, and they're like, hey, guess what? How do you how do we feel about this as the new protagonist, guys? And everybody looks around and says, I like it. I like it. Pretty the Black Rock, pretty good to me. Pretty good protagonist. We never had it. <laughs> we've never had a boat as a protagonist before. It's always been a cast member. This must last a while, this, right? This is probably gonna last a while. And then suddenly they go, wait a second. Where, hey, where's Hurley? Where, did, you, did any of you guys see Hurley? And then upon the horizon, they see Hurley going, go run, run away, run away. And then boom, the whole Black Rock. The whole ship explodes. The whole protagonist is dead. Just like that, just when we had finally established a new protagonist, Hurley kills him. Hurley kills the protagonist, mm. and it's cute. It's, uh, Honestly, it's, it's like, ah, whatever, Hurls, you do you. It's very cute. It's very sweet and wholesome. Now, some people are pissed, because now they have no more dynamite. No, all our fucking dynamite's but gone. Was, but this was all what Jacob said to do, according to Hurley. Hurley uh-huh. says, Jacob told me to do this. Jacob said, we don't need dynamite. And uh, there's a split. A very cranked crew splits off and decides, well, we're going to keep blowing shit up anyway. Fuck you, Hurley. Hurley says, we're going to go see Locke, actually. Uh-huh. So Ricky, Miles, and Ben decide to leave the so game. So weird. Just the classic regular crew. They have tons to talk about. <laughs> they have so much to say to each other. It's so weird. Miles can be like, remember when I asked for $3.2 million? <laughs> and Ricky can say, remember... Do you guys remember 1864? <laughs> 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 I do. <laughs> Why don't you guys? Why don't you remember this? I was born in Spain in the 1600s. It was wild times, man. We all learned this two episodes ago. Nobody had phones. <laughs> Nobody had phones. And now on the island, everyone has phones. Everybody has iPhone Xs. And they look at them and they say, wow, I love to download apps from the Apple Store. I have an iPhone X. How do you like it? It's the iPhone I had before my current iPhone. It's my iPhone X. Yeah, that, that, do, do, do. So that crank crew takes off, and we're left with a crew of Hurley, Jack, Frank, and Son. Yeah, Lapidus is here. Don't worry, everybody. We have the pilot. Don't worry, he's around. He's still here. He's hanging out. He doesn't say a single word all episode. Yeah. And uh, but he's there with his big pilot uniform and his big chest hair, and we love to see him. Mm-hmm. We love Lapidus. We all adore him, and we just want to give him a big hug and kiss. And uh, and so we all do that. <laughs> we all take turns at giving him a big hug and a big kiss and patting his head and say, thank you. Thank you, Lapidus. Thank you, Lapidus. And so uh, we send him on his way with Son and Jack and Hurley. Uh, Hurley's plan is let's go to see Locke. Along the way, we get a kind of a, kind of a sweet scene, clumsily written as much as season six is, but uh-huh. a kind of a nice scene between Hurley and Jack, where Hurley says, listen, I know I've been saying that i can see dead people i was i didn't see i didn't see jacob that way just now i I, made that up i made that up i just made that up i don't know where we're going i don't know what we're doing this is this a bad idea what are we doing and jack just says like listen i trust you dude this is me trusting you i know i'm usually the leader type but uh i let a lot of people die when i was the leader so uh why don't you why don't you take care of it (laughs) fair enough fair enough and it's all right. It's fine. And then I, what do they do? They go and see Locke. They right? m- they meet up with Locke. Yeah. They they find him. They do it. Oh, uh, they get we get one more scene where um, 
Hurley basically says, oh, whispers, one second, guys. I got to go see my new best friend, Michael. And he goes to hang out with the ghost of Michael. And Michael basically says, hey, guess what? I'm a ghost because I'm trapped here because I can't move on. And Hurley says, uh, okay, sounds good. Can you help me? And Michael says, sure. Locks right over there. there. By the way, if you ever see Libby again, tell her I'm really sorry about the time I murdered her in cold blood. (laughs) Fuck you, Michael. Fuck you. Just one last fuck you for the road, eh? Ghost of Michael. Ah, fuck you, ghost of Michael. Uh, Yeah, I don't... Oh, I guess there's still more shit that happens, isn't there? Um, Well, Locke is hanging out with the boys, and then he says, Desmond, come with me. Yeah, that's right. Saeed brought Desmond to Locke, and Locke says, Hey, guess what? Me and Desmond are hanging out now. And they fucking wander around and chat, and it's it's nonsense. It's nothing. Uh, a couple of things, uh, ha! Ha- a few things. I happen. love how it's gotten to this point where it's like, uh, it's it's just it's nothing. They're, it doesn't they, mean anything. They they, t- they walk through the woods. At one point, they see a boy, and Desmond's who like, "Who is the fucking boy?" Yeah, right. Desmond says, "Who's the boy?" And Locke says, "Don't worry about it." End of scene. Yeah. Who fucking gives a goddamn shit about this about boy? This boy you made up. This <laughs> to not both, tell us anything about. Just a boy who arrives and they're just like, whoa, a boy in the woods? What kind of a clue could this be? What is going on? This island is upside down and twisty turvy. upside down a and boy arrives. Boy arrives. Boy arrives. Boy arrives. Boy arrives. Boy arrives. I'm going to boy arrive in the woods uh-huh it's scary but nobody gives a shit <laughs> nobody gives a shit and then he's like ah come on we're going to a well we're going to a well let's go to a well desmond and <laughs> Locke says till gives him a little bit of history and says way back in the day way back in fucking old ass times people came here and they their compasses got wacky and they were like what the hell is up with that so they dug and they dug with their hands because they were dumbasses who didn't know how to sh- do a shovel but they dug with their hands. Which is sort of fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> the idea that he's like, they dug with their hands, but it's like, they came here on boats. Yeah, they came here on it's boats, like but they... tools weren't invented. <laughs> <laughs> Unless John Locke is claiming that he is the original tool. <sighs> which I would agree with. I Yeah, you've got me there, buddy, Mr. Locke. God. I, I also love the idea of this reality where the only tool is boat. They figured out <laughs> boat and nothing we else. We have boats. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking weird. They dug with their hands. They dug with their hands to try to find answers. And they didn't find what they were looking for, unfortunately, because they were old and dumbasses. But they built this beautiful ass well. They cut stones and <laughs> they cut laid stone. them <laughs> they with cut like cement and shit. With their hands. With their hands. <laughs> they cut they didn't, well, their they hands. didn't have any shovels. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. Just like in real life, I cut love to cut stones with my bare knuckles. Uh, and then he says, hey, Desmond, why aren't you afraid of me right now? And Desmond says, what's the point of being afraid? And then Desmond throws him himself down a well. Locke Locke throws throws Desmond in a well. (laughs) Desmond isn't like, what's the point of being afraid? Jumps in well. That would be cooler, actually. That would be good. That would be in character. Desmond's just kind of like, the whole time like they're talking, Desmond's just kind of like being like a chill weirdo. He's just kind of being like a stoic, like, well, uh, you know, uh, I don't know about you, but I... This this all happens for something and doop doo doo. Doop doo. And it's just like whatever. 
Who cares? Who, Who gives, gives a, a shit? Goddamn hell. That's it. That's the episode, right? Yeah. More tolerable than most season six episodes because yeah. of the amount of Hurley that we get to see. I do like Hurley being like thrust into a leadership position and trying to own it. Yeah, it's sort of That's cool. a fun like character development. Yeah. Uh, but again, most of it, like when you have to cobble together a crew of Ricky, Miles, and Ben, you know you're really struggling to make yeah, something happen. Yeah, it's boring, dumb, nothing real. Nothing is real. A big explosion does happen. Two big explosions do happen. Uh, the sideways stuff is fine. It's all right. It's, it's okay. We could have gotten a much worse season six episode is all I'll say about that. Okay. Uh, and yeah, it's all right. Everybody it's right. L- it's all right. It's, it's, right. It's, it's just fine by me. It's just fine by me. Uh, well, listen. One thing about the show Lost is it raises a lot of questions. Do you have any answers? I have a few questions and answers combined compiled by the fine folks at Lostpedia at their page, questions underscore and underscore answers. Lapidicia. Lapidicia. It's all about Frank Lapidus's history, life, and thing. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't have many questions this week, uh-huh. surprisingly. This is just a very tight episode that raises, it raises no questions. raises no questions, obviously. Ab- obviously, clearly. Uh, but it does raise a few very critical questions that I think really just have to be addressed and documented. And I'd like to ask you, what do you think? What will the monster use the stick he's carving for? For context, the viewers, the first time we see Locke in this episode, he's carving a stick. Sawyer comes up and says, what are you carving that stick for, dummy? And Locke says... He'll use it as a spear to kill? Or a walking stick? To smash the walkie-talkie Zoe will later give him. (laughs) Sure. Ew. Great. Oh. That's why he's carving it. That's disgusting. Okay. That's nah. why. That's what the writers of Lost planned when they started this scene. <laughs> what else do we have? Uh, this is a little better. This is a little more substantial, but still wild. Why did Desmond run down Locke? I would love for your, inf- your information. Um, to stop him in the other world, I guess, from becoming the smoke monster. That honestly is a pretty good answer. Uh, that is not the truth. He wasn't trying to hurt Locke. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) this. He hit him with his car very quickly. He was trying to hurt Locke. Yeah, whether or not he was trying to. Who writes (laughs) this bullshit? These people are off the rails. No, no, he wasn't trying to hurt Locke, but rather trying to help him let go. Yeah. I I don't like this. Listen, listen. You may not like it, but it's just what the writers intended when they wrote that scene. This it's just sucks. the payoff. I hate this show. Well, listen, we have one. We have one more question that's uh-huh. maybe a little easier. It's self-implied. It's a self-implied question, which means that the answer came in Ew. the episode and it should be readily available to uh-huh. anybody who's not a total dunderhead. Uh-huh. Uh, why did the monster throw Desmond into the well? They keep referring to Locke as the monster exclusively, and like, sure, I guess. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's self-implied. He felt threatened by Desmond and threw him in to trap him there. That's not self-implied. That's That's not, especially... That's almost like less than self-implied. That's just like redundancy. In a thing with so many red herrings and stuff, too, you have the little boy. It's like, why was the little boy there? Oh, because the little boy felt threatened by John Locke. (laughs) I don't know. It's so dumb. It's very The show is dumb. Yeah, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of you can enjoy about the show, uh, still to this day. But like seeing the like 
the quote unquote mystery just laid bare like this. Oh. This is this is this is the best that the greatest minds of Lost could cobble together with the scraps we were given. It of the, saddens me. It's it's not good. It's not good. Uh, that's the episode. Uh. Listen, that may not have been the best episode of Lost we ever saw, but listen, we got lots more where that came from. So what do you say we uh, hit that hit up our favorite website, random.org? I did the work. I went on random.org already. I did 1 to 60. Yeah. And I got 58. Fuck. Oh, we're still in season six, eh? All right. Well, let me take a look-see. 58. Oh, Lord in heaven. I've got some bad news, dude. It's season six, episode 15, Across the Sea. It's a Jacob episode. It's a Jacob episode. Is this Jacob's one episode? It's Jacob's lone episode, oh my, my man. Oh, my God. Okay. <sighs> I guess this c- could be ostensibly interesting. It's definitely... I, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see, I guess. I could not tell you whether this is a good episode of television. It's probably not a good episode of television. I hope it's fun could bad. Could be okay. I, yeah. hope it's, I hope it's fun bad and not insufferable yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see you next time. Uh, that's the episode of the show called The Island Shuffle. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. You can follow me on Twitter at Barrier Trio. You can follow James Brown on Twitter at, at James Brown. You can also find his endeavors at jamesbrown.space. You can also find James Brown's other podcast, Lovable Favorites, which he does with friend Jack Bielli. It's uh, about to wrap up its second we're, season. Uh, yeah, we're recording the season finale in two days. Oh, my gosh. And is it going up? It's pr- I think it's going it's up. going up, like, immediately. Yeah, yeah go- it will be up by the time that this is released. Yeah, absolutely. So that's Okay, so we got two whole seasons in the books. I gotta, Check it out. I got to say, um, for those of you who aren't aware, the premise is Jack and uh, James pull prompts out of a hat and then write fan fiction based on those prompts. Uh, and I got to tell you, you guys have really brought your serialized storytelling game <laughs> to another level on yeah, this season. Yeah, it's gotten ridiculous. Season now. two really ups the ante, and yeah. I'm just excited to see it all all, all add up to something. Me too. I have to <laughs> write a story. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh, do check out Lovable Favorites. It's genuinely hilarious. Um, you can follow the podcast on Facebook.com slash The Island Shuffle or Twitter.com slash Island Shuffle. That's where you can find all our social media shenanigans. If you like us, give us a rating or a review on your pod service of choice. Uh, any bit of exposure helps. Uh, lastly, we would like to give a shout out to the Noisepace.xyz network, as we always do. Uh, thanks to Matt for hosting us there, and thanks to uh, all the other podcasts there that are good, like Middlebrow Madness and City Girls Make Do, and my pod Cabbages and Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die and Giants Confirmed. And others that haven't updated in a while, but they're all good, too. Uh, check them out. They're good. I like them. Good podcast network. Happy to be on it. Thrilled to be on it. Thrilled. Thr- thrilled to be on it. Thrilled. And that is the what we call the podcast. And Thank lo- you so much for listening, everybody. Yes. We owe you our lives. <laughs> and happy Weed Day. Honestly, happy Weed Day one and all. And like we say at the end of every episode of this podcast... We say it in unison and we say it loud and proud and we say, Get Get 